0: Who gives a who? We We do! And we are Who Gives a hoot, and it's because we, we do. do. Today is the State of Union, and we've got CEO and managing partner of Gary Green of Union Omaha. Great interview. What do you think, Luke?
1: I thought it was fantastic. Uh, he definitely gives us a lot of the business side. Mm-hmm. You know, fantastic to hear everything he had to say and how excited he is for this mm-hmm. coming season.
0: Would you say he gives a hoot about this
1: team? I believe he even said, he gives it.
0: <laughs> I guess you're just going to have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, um, But no, it was a great interview. A lot of fun. Thank you uh, thank you again for him coming on. Can't wait to have that. But everybody, thank you for following us on Twitter. We finally reached 300 followers. Big moment. Hopefully we look back a year from now and listen to this podcast and say, <laughs> remember when we were at 300. Anyway, who is the 300th follower? And what was the stipulation? You added a stipulation. To I offered this. a free beer at the... Home opener of Union Online. I really should have unfollowed and then followed again, so he had to follow. Oh, you know, like
1: certain members of League One Unfiltered? Yeah, Uh, right. Yeah, screw those guys. (laughs) Yeah, no, Weston, you can't pull one over on us. But thank you, Megan Olivia, for being our 300th follower.
0: Luke's clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for following. Uh, we're gonna have more about the League One Unfiltered versus Who Gives a Who podcast case race in the next episode. I mean, I think mean, it's clear that we're gonna win, though, right? Well, it it's wasn't cool. ever in contention. No, it's. I mean, it's a joke. I if you mean feel. we have a soccer team, we also can consume more alcohol. Than That's you. and I think I'm gonna go out on the limb. I think that if Lansing even had a team, we would have beaten them this year. I, Do you like I, how I said "if" because they don't? Ooh! Oof.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oof. All, all I'm gonna say, Pierce, is I think you could drink two times Weston.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm training this month. Um, but anyway, uh, really great interview with Gary. I uh, hope you guys get a lot out of it. Don't forget to give us reviews on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to. If you roast, if you give us five stars, we'll read. And we'll read your roast. You can roast both of us. You can even roast the best name in the full, in the business, the best full name in the business, Patrick Tyler Overmeyer. And we'll read those out and we'll react. Do you have? We have three right now, I'm being told by Luke. He is mouthing the words to me. I don't know why he isn't saying it. but you know. uh, Because
1: I don't have an app.
0: <laughs> fair enough, uh, fair I enough. I am the Android user of oh, this geez, group. Could you imagine? But if you want, uh, we'll have that in our next episode. But right now, we'll send it to Gary Green with a great interview about Union Omaha and them coming here glad to have gary green the ceo and managing partner of union omaha on the podcast how are you doing today i'm i'm great i'm great i
2: i definitely give a hoot
0: <laughs> <laughs> well let's just get right into it i mean brand new team what made you want to bring a soccer team to this
2: omaha metro uh yeah it's an interesting story so we got approached by the nasl a long time ago maybe five or six years ago i'm not sure exactly and um And we had just gotten into the market in 2012. Maybe it was more like seven or eight years ago. And I met with them in New York, and they presented a good plan behind soccer. But I I really didn't know anything about soccer. I didn't really know the Omaha market yet because we had just gotten here. So uh, we passed. Um, The league folded, obviously. And USL approached us um, probably four years ago oh geez yeah and um there was a broker by the name of brett lashbrook who's now the owner of uh the championship league team in vegas yeah and he was a broker at the time and um and he brought us this opportunity and we looked at it studied the soccer market we spoke to sporting kansas city we were thinking about maybe doing something with them uh on the championship league level and playing at warner park and we were going to jv with them and, um, and then, you know, a couple things happened that didn't, that we, we didn't close that. And we were disappointed. Uh, yeah. we were, we were ready to go in that direction. Different things came up where I don't think they wanted to put their players on the road 100% of the time. And yeah. they, they yeah. thought that Omaha was three hours away, that we were the road. Huh.
0: Okay. Yeah. That, so
2: I'm not a... sure if a lot of people know that that was the, that was the deal before this one. No, I, I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. But, so, well, man,
1: they moved their B team even across the city to the same stadium because they wanted yeah, yeah, to right cut that down.
0: But, so yeah, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously you are a part owner of Omaha Storm Chasers, which is a triple-A team for the Royals. But Why why is it different to have a triple-A? We're getting into baseball a little too much yeah. here, but why <laughs> is it different yeah. – I mean, we've got two baseball as guys long here. As, <laughs> not- <laughs> right, as long as it's not Chelsea. But why is it different, do you think, to have a AAA team
2: transporting players to Kansas City for baseball but not for soccer? What? Well, the AAA players live here in Market. Mm-hmm. And with that deal, you know, Sporting wanted to have their players in Swope or in okay. Kansas City. Okay. And they didn't want to live here. So they would have visited. So it was... Um, That's disappointing. No, knowing what I know now... No, not, not at all. I think this is better because... Huh. Because we get to build our own culture around our own players and our players are in the market. And the USL kind of told us that they said, we don't think you want this because your players are in the market. You need your players in the market to connect with the fans. Interesting. And now that we have our players and I see what's happening here and, you know, how integrated they're going to be. Um, I, I think actually we're, we're better off having what we have and, um, and, I just think we're we're better off having what I have. I could tell you that, from you know speaking to, to Coach Mims, you know, he would never be interested in in coaching yeah. a team where he he doesn't create the culture. That's why a a he was he yeah, was yeah, so was excited. Yeah, he was so excited to come here and to create the culture, and that yeah. that was very important to him. So I got sidetracked. So USL brought that to us. Then you know we were disappointed that felt that came apart, but then they told us about League One, and we started to look at it. And, uh, we did our due diligence and again, we started to learn the soccer market a little more and how many soccer families. And we met with the the guys from, um, from the, uh, the outlaws who were great, Justin, um, and Corey. And we just started speaking to as many soccer people as possible. And I'm, you know, a baseball guy. And the way you learn something is speak to people who it's their passion and go spend yeah. time with them and and go visit them. And the more we spent time with the soccer community in Omaha, we realized what a great thing this was. And we weren't going to let the deal that fell through get in the way of us doing soccer in Omaha. And so it took a long time. And but sometimes when things take a long time, your your learning curve is steep and it was steep, and we learned a lot. And I'm still learning every day. But um, you know, we we did this deal. They wanted to if they did it in Omaha, they wanted to do it with us because we had good um, good reputation as operators. And I'm in the market enough that they looked at me as a local owner, as opposed to somebody from New York who's just visiting the market right. and once in a while. Right.
1: I know we've interacted with a lot of other uh, independent teams around the league and their mm-hmm. supporters. Yeah, just through social media and having other podcasts. other podcasts the fact that you made that decision just is valid, or validated by everything we've heard from everyone else they're excited to have an independently owned team not tied to your MLS side uh, and we're all sporting Kansas City fans. So, I'll say that is like, yeah. we're happy that we're not sporting yeah. Kansas City and, and,
2: fans. And, and, and by the way, if they were paying all my payroll costs, <laughs> yeah. I would have a yeah, I to a
0: <laughs> Cuts uh, down on a big cost for you.
1: Heck <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah. You, you mentioned that USL came to you because you have such a good track record in the baseball sphere as being a good operator. This past year, we had a team that folded that was similarly owned. Uh, Lansing at night, they did not make the right decisions potentially financially throughout the season and the owner decided cut and run before, before it could see any sort of gain on that. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen plenty of things here that give me no fear uh, of you doing such a thing, but what lessons do you think, or have you learned from that?
2: You know, I, I spent I spent some time with the owner of Lansing just to kind of learn what had happened and, and learn from the mistakes, and we also got a lot of his players, which is good. Yeah, right. We also good ones, we so. also bought his equipment, you know, at a discount, <laughs> which is good. But um, yeah, but Tom Tom Dixon, he's he's a good guy, and uh, and. You know, I I don't know. I don't know what didn't work there. Just he he just it just didn't work from day one. It just felt like it just felt like he's like, I hope this would happen. And you can't just hope something's going to happen. You got to you got to dive in. Like he's he's a baseball guy that was trying to create uh, was trying to fill open nights in a soccer stadium. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, you're destined to fail. Right. And soccer fans are very smart. They smell inauthentic- inauthenticity and and just lack of validation very quickly. And so I, I I didn't want to do that. So Lansing didn't. That didn't work for the reason they they had a great team. They yeah, they, they did were, very well. Yeah. Um, and from what I understand, they had some some following, but they're not enough fans. So, what we did to try to combat that is we kept season ticket prices low because their games were not well attended. We want to make sure our ours are. And we remove that economic obstacle, and so we have our tickets are very affordable. Right. Um, and so that's one thing we we learned from that. Um, as far as as far as what I can do differently than their ownership group. Um, you know, I've traveled around the country going to USL cities and MLS cities for two reasons. Um, well, three. One, I wanted to experience the energy of MLS and USL and understand the differences. I wanted to learn best practices. Um, and I, I, wanted to, I wanted to march with the fans in Madison. I wanted to see what made them tick. I wanted to drink beer with them. I wanted to march and, and, and go. And I wanted to see how the energy, see yeah. the buzz, and, and, and tape it tape it and I bring it and I'll, I'll show it to the fans I'll show it to sponsors I'm like this is what you want to plug into um, and, and I I sat with ownerships from all these different teams and and spent two days with them I wanted to understand what they did right what they did wrong so that we could learn from their mistakes um, I went and spent a day with Peter Wilt so I could hear how he creates the uh, supporter culture um, you know he's brilliant at at that I uh, spent time with you know the guys at Madison. They really, if you want to talk about Lansing doing it wrong, the guys at Madison do it right. You know mm-hmm. what what they've what they've done and taking notes. Everything from as small as having a DJ by the exit so that when people leave, they're dancing on their way out and that's their final memory. Small,
0: that's a small you know, piece. Yeah, of play, Yeah,
2: yeah. To you know, marching in the rain and and you know and having what was it what is the drink um the white claw (laughs) white claw everywhere yeah yeah right Uh, and then and you know when being in arizona with the phoenix rising guys and seeing what they do right on dollar beer night and and i was there when they won the golden boot and the fans and taping that and then when you when you try to explain it to people in omaha and get them excited you just you don't have to count on on just your words you could show them but Really, the most important thing is on social media, I wanted to show the fans that I was taking the time, that yeah. I was by example, that I wasn't just going to be a Lansing. I didn't want to be a baseball guy trying to fill nights in a baseball well, stadium. I'm
1: yeah. I'm sure your wife was sick of you jumping around the country. <laughs> <and something else. laughs> she came to LA. She came yeah, to LA. Yeah, she went yeah. to the good <laughs> ones. <laughs> and, and sporting and sporting. All yeah. The, but I know <laughs> I mean, you jumped all over the place to. By your own admission, you started this whole venture as a baseball guy, but coming to know you over the past few months, and you have very much embraced that soccer culture uh, and made it something that you're giving your passion to all of us here, you know, trying to make this team work. Um, Thank you. We're excited to see, you know, the people you've empowered to make decisions here to see jay mims put his players oh yeah jay jay's Jay's the the best best. yeah yeah.
2: jay gave us again jay gave us that authentic omaha soccer feel that again these guys know enough they're not they're uh, new to the business but they know enough to hire a a local local soccer legend like jay yeah yeah Uh, no
1: and and, i mean he brought in matt Hominoff who had worked for des moines menace which is pretty much across the board considered the best usl2 model in the nation and considering they're 80 something usl2 teams that's not a small bar yep, right yeah
0: uh, so for me i mean my i mean i told my i told my dad i was interviewing you and he goes you know you should ask him you should ask him what for a guy who doesn't know anything about soccer what should people in omaha in this metro what should they be expecting from this team i mean whether it's the experience, whether it's the state where they're going to end up in the standings. I mean, what kind of soccer are we actually going to be seeing? Here?
2: I mean, we're as far as the soccer on the field or uh, the, or the all feeling all and in both, the stands. Both. I mean, both, you know, I, the, the soccer on the field is something that, that Jay could speak to. All I could tell you is that we entrusted the right guy and the right. And, and this is his market to thrive in. And I love the diversity he's brought to the team. And we wanted to have some, some local players and, you know, some players from all over the world. Um, so, so as far as what happens in the field, that's probably more of a, of a Coach Mims question. As far as the experience, we want it to be electric. and We, we, want, it to, we want it to love to do what Madison did, but then bring it up a level. Yeah. You know, I want it to be loud. I, I, it's okay if some, if, if it's too loud for some fans, yeah, you know, it's like, a good problem to it's have. like if some of our <laughs> senior fans, you know, don't wanna, they don't want to hear, you know want to have smoke bombs going off or, or, or loud noise like that's okay. So I've heard, and I don't want to compare ourselves to something that failed, but I heard there were elements to the Omaha Nighthawks that were really exciting and loud and, and like a rock concert and there are also things you know we're not going to have people urinating the aisles but <laughs> but but but, but we want it to be a happening <laughs> right we want it to be a happening we want it to be you know the smoke bombs the noise the chanting um, but you know as as i've you know met with corporate omaha and we've gone through sponsorships and i'm hearing what what people want for omaha this is this is selling this is selling soccer but soccer is a vehicle for, uh, millennial quality of life, which, which resoundingly companies throughout Omaha feel like needs to happen, that Omaha doesn't lose millennials to other cities, especially when Des Moines is going to get, you right. know, move up, They're move up, um, and, and other cities. Mm-hmm. And what we keep on hearing, soccer is a vehicle for diversity and yeah. diversity, uh, needs to happen here. Uh, I feel like omaha 's fallen short of that and and i 'm thrilled that we could be a vehicle for this so so yes, the soccer on the field is like that 's what we 're all cheering for, and that 's what we 're there but but soccer's a vehicle for some pretty large um, demographic and socioeconomic things in Omaha that we feel like if we do our job right'll we'll make we 'll make a difference
1: uh, that 's something I think all of us uh, to, to give you a little bit here, none of us are actually from the metro, born and yeah. raised. Um, I'm from Maine, Chicago, Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we we are all from different areas and coming together over soccer is just a huge thing. But you being from New York, you're born and raised with all of that diversity that goes mm-hmm. on uh, on a daily level and seeing that. Uh, through soccer throughout the world, but bringing that here to Omaha yeah. is extremely yeah.
2: exciting. And you know Dan Houghton, who's an awesome partner, a local yeah. partner. You know he he taught me that. Yeah. He's he's he built a trend five hundred millennials, mm-hmm. and and we're sitting in a meeting and we're talking about diversity. And you know he's like this is the. This is the, the little secret of Omaha. There needs to be more diversity, mm. and the Hispanic population is is blowing up here. And we've right. got to find a way right. to kind of all all interact. It's it's, it's a little segregated. Yeah, and nice. and um and I know maybe some people don't like a New Yorker coming here and telling Omaha, you know, <laughs> what he thinks. But but um I Never live I live it. in an I live in an integrated city. I live in, I work in an office where I'm the minority. And um and and it it sucked. This could really, really, we have an opportunity to shift that.
1: It, it is the world sport. Man. Mm, yeah, Absolutely, Absolutely. very Absolutely. for
0: that. My question to you: talk about that millennial thing. I mean, to, how are you going to draw millennials to come to your game, and how are you going to make it? Because I mean, that's where everybody. That's what every business
2: owner says: we want to draw millennials. We want. Yeah, right. How are you? Right. You
0: know, but how are you going to draw those millennials? Keep them coming. I, what are your, some of your ideas for that?
2: Okay, no, that's a great question. Thank I you. probably don't have them. I probably don't have them all. <laughs> I probably don't have them all right now.
0: Right. I mean, we'll sorry, serve, that was not on the list. Of well, questions. serve beer. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Is there gonna be like a nickel beer night for millennials or something?
2: Lots of craft beer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No. No. I mean, great soccer, great environment, great buzz, and. And really, who better than to advise us on how to do that than Dan Houghton? Yeah, yeah, he's he's got the number one place to work for millennials in Omaha. Who who better to come up with the ideas and give us advice on that?
1: Oh, and we were just there for the meet and greet with the players, and you can see from his what he's built there at Builder Trend. He very much understands. Oh yeah. Uh, reaching everybody. I don't think there was a single person, regardless of their age, who walked through the doors and was like, I hate here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh,
0: Go ahead. Sorry. sorry. But
1: to, to get to that a little bit more, um, we're making this league, um, we're the 10th team, well would have been the 11th team, but we are the 10th team, two additional here in this league. As a business model going forward, Omaha doesn't settle. We don't want to be... Um, constantly last place in anything. Uh-huh. That, that's not, you've been here long enough, um, you've owned a team here long enough. I, I think you understand that probably better than most. What competitive <laughs> level, uh, obviously you brought in some of the best of the best that aren't already spoken for in the MLS to to this team, but with USL them giving you that venue, um, they've talked promotion relegation. Mm-hmm. Um, is this something that Omaha as a franchise is looking to kind of push to? Um, I mean, especially Des Moines jumping the you know going from USL two to second tier with a smaller metro. We, yeah.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, look, I, I think promotion relegation uh you know if you said you know if if you first place you win the championship this year you can move up the championship league okay that that's great except i can't afford a million dollar payroll to play in championship Mm -hmm. league playing at warner park so so we just don't have the capacity the economics aren't there so you know that that there would have to be something there that kind of compensates us to move up so that it's it's affordable um but but I think what's missing in U.S. soccer is promotion relegation. Absolutely. Yeah. MLS will never do it because no. those owners and the valuations, it's yeah. it, it's too well. much. But USL, I know they would love it. I don't know their plan. Mm-hmm. If there is a plan there, I don't know yeah. what it is. So I don't it'd have any inside information there. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be hard to do
0: for you. I mean, yeah. you're right because, I mean, in order to compete in that – in that league, you're going to have to really start paying for players, which a lot of these teams just don't have. Which yeah. my, my next question, if you don't mind, is, I mean, you talked a lot about the good things that have come with League One and what you've learned. What are some things that you are kind of afraid of going into this year? Because, I mean, obviously
2: there are some things that you're probably afraid of. So, I mean. Sure. Sure. I feel like um, especially next year when the some of the championship, uh, the MLS2 teams drop down, mm-hmm. worried that um, – the needs of, of teams like us in Madison, independent versus the MLS two teams are not aligned. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and, you know, Madison and us, we want to play in front of big crowds. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to play a game in Foxborough this year at Gillette Stadium. It's going to have like 15 people. Yeah. Kinda, like, I will be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it, when you're aligned with the teams in your league, it, it's better for success. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm a little concerned about that, mm-hmm. uh, but the good part about MLS2 teams is that, you know, financially they're strong, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and the same way that a AAA baseball team, a double-A baseball team, even a single-A align with a major league, those players who may be coming back from an injury, Hopefully, as MLS draws in more talent, more people are willing to play for those second leagues, those third leagues.
2: Well, well yeah, but I'm also concerned that their payrolls can be bigger than ours.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Would you want a, like a salary cap? I mean, would that be like an answer? I mean, because I mean, you obviously see that in the NBA and the NFL. Like, it would be an cap. it
2: would be an answer to level the playing field. Mm-hmm. But. Now just because you have the biggest, just because you have the biggest salaries, doesn't mean you right. win. I mean, look at yeah. the Royals a
0: couple of years ago. When yeah. they won the World Series. Yeah, we are talking a lot about baseball. <laughs> this really makes me I'm not, excited. You are. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me really excited that we're talking all this baseball. But I mean, what what made this city? I mean, the city has grown. I mean, shoot, we. I mean, this team has a podcast. This podcast. Yeah. Uh, the best podcast. Uh, the best yes. podcast in League One. How has the response from the city been in your eyes? And has it been surprising? I mean, what, what have you thought about it? I mean, the
2: the you mean the fan base? Yeah, the, the fan base.
0: And, the, and just the response that they've had throughout about every single event.
2: No, I mean, it, it's building. Yeah. It's building. It's growing. I mean, we, we, we have the brand that came out with the Great Horned Owl. And all of a sudden, within 24 hours, there was the Omaha Parliament. And I was like, all right, what's well, a parliament. And then I yeah. realized, I realized my daughter did a report on owls like six years ago. <laughs> and, I was, and she told me, it's like a group of owls. Yeah, and then, and then, and I love it. And then somebody made a parliament song and it sounds like the Ramones and I love that. And then somebody mentioned, you know, members of parliament are going to wear wigs. like, <laughs> And, you know, for me, I love supporters culture. You know, we don't have that in baseball. We have fans, but we don't have supporters culture. And I've right. seen I've seen that some baseball teams now are starting to set up supporters sections, which is smart. But uh, I'm I'm a little jealous because I don't wanna I want to be with the supporters like we have an ownership box that I get to sit with the partners but I want to come down and bounce and light smoke bombs and do all that crazy I'll shit. Trade, I'll trade yeah. you, I'll trade you spots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to do the crazy shit up there. Yeah, fine
1: with me. The way I've always kind of looked at uh, soccer sports culture and equating it to the U.S. is you know, you're in college, you go to the student section of your, your college feel football like Duke team. and they're right, exactly. Exactly. You're bouncing up idea. and down, you've, you've got the TiVos, you got the flags, you know, you're, you're cheering your brains up. We're doing that except uh, now we have nine to fives. Right. And, <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Hey, Pat, remind me to give him a smoke bomb this year. <laughs> <laughs> I've never lit one before. So <laughs> Put that down in my notes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh.
1: You know, as we're we're kind of running through all of these, um, we're, with how, what Jay has built on the team, no, um, you know, he mentioned you're not super familiar with um, how the necessarily the mechanics of the game, but I'm sure you've seen highlight reels or or things of these players, and probably met some of the players at this point.
2: I have not yet. Oh, you have not. Yeah, I have okay. not yet. I was. Uh, yeah, I have not. Um, uh, I wasn't at the event on Saturday, okay, right. but uh, but my daughter was having her sweet sixteen, so that was well, that was more. That was way more. Was more, <laughs> yeah. a way more but important. I look forward to. I'm really looking forward to getting to know the players, and when I come, I want to take them out to dinner, and I want to just, I want to support them, yeah. Yeah. And, and I see the way uh, the Storm Chaser fans support the Royals players mm-hmm. as much as they can we could do it more because there are players as opposed right, to the Royals to players see. and so i want to i want them my goal is for is for these fans to support these players so much that when they go let's say they go to championship they go to mls let's say they go to europe mm-hmm. that when they get interviewed and they say what's the reason for your success i want them to say the fan support in omaha is one of the reasons that's that to me is the um that's the sign of success
0: yeah well
2: and that's what Salvi Perez does Alex gordon yeah, yeah. they all have a soft spot I want these players to have a soft spot when they're getting interviewed in future endeavors that would mean a lot
1: one, one thing I would love to see is when those players because I don't doubt looking at the, the depth of this roster that we're going to see those players in those top flight yeah. overseas in the US I, I want us tuning into those teams to give it such a point where you know if we're traveling somewhere we're going to that game they ask wait, why, why are you here? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, because he started in Omaha. Yeah, he started in <laughs>
2: Omaha, right. Right now, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, isn't it fun when you get to see uh, Terrence Crawford walk into the ring with yeah. something Omaha? Oh, yeah. that's so yeah. cool. he yeah, yeah. the Black Shirts logo on it, yeah. too? Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, we got to get him to a Union Omaha. Yeah, uh, right, that would be right so right cool. Yeah. I would love that. We could that. hook that up. Yeah, yeah could yeah. we? I <laughs> would love that. I would love to meet that guy. That guy's so cool. Okay, so. I uh, met him. I played softball with him. At the All-Star Game at our ballpark in 2014. Really? Yeah. He?
0: How tall is he? He looks he's, like he's short. He's short. Yeah, he looks like he's short, but he looks like he could punch me through a wall.
2: Yeah, no. He, <laughs> was, he was nice. I mean, he didn't punch me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so now you own the Storm Chasers. You own the uh, probably one of the best names in the in minor league baseball, the Flying Squirrels. Yes. Uh, the Bis- the Mont- uh, Montgomery Biscuits, and now you own... Union Omaha. I mean, how different has this ownership experience been compared to those other three teams? I mean, since you've built it from the very bottom up. I mean, what? what, what how the did, ownership in, in, in Union, Union Omaha. Omaha. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, buy, buying something that exists already is much easier than creating something new. You have there's a track record, the the engine's in place, and you're just inheriting the engine. This is hard. This is hard because yeah. it for two years it was just me it was just me wondering if this was going to happen lying in bed looking up at the ceiling and trying to just wondering if it was going to happen and you know everybody everybody looks at you know owning a team and the glamorous part of it and being an entrepreneur but being an entrepreneur there's 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 some lonely lonely yeah. times and lonely nights where you wonder if you're the only one believing in this thing and pushing this thing along and then to meet, you know, to have the show and to have the parliament and to just get complete validation that's growing. That's the joy for me in, in doing this. So I'm not sure if I got away from your question there. No, <laughs> no, no it, per- no, it was perfect. That's a great answer. But, uh, good but looking. yes. So wait, 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 repeat the question. No,
0: so though. you have all f- four of these teams. Oh, so that's the difference. So yeah, it
2: creating, hard. it's much you more answered rewarding. Rewarding. Don't worry. rewarding yeah. <laughs> it's rewarding creating something that from scratch. It's more fun but it's more work yeah. it's more it's more stress I would say it's more nerve-wracking but um, it's more fun absolutely I mean to sit there and develop this brand that um, this great horned owl and uh, you know we went through this process where we had a firm that we hired that met with a thousand people in <laughs> Omaha to find out what was important and they came to us with these names and these brands and they sucked like they sucked. They the, sucked. The
1: Forest forges? What? The Forest Forge?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they no, that wasn't them. No. I mean these name, like they had the oxen and they had the you know, the covered wagon and I was like, No, no, no. We're <laughs> not a frontier. And I then, would love to I see the I cut a for flower. Oh them. my god. <laughs> <laughs> sucked. Yeah. And um and and the so team. I you know, we sat with Erica Bjork. you might you might have yeah. met her a soccer consultant. And I said, Erica, I keep on, I go online, and I like what this guy Matt Wolf has done with, with Green Bay, and he's got these cool brands that that I like. Can we get them? She's like, I don't really know him. I was like, Well, can we reach out to him? So what the heck? Yeah. And so uh, I sat with him in New York. He was working at Nike, doing freelance at the time, and and. I sat with him and I'm like, look, we don't have a lot of time and these guys did all this research and do you need to go to the market? Do you meet with a thousand people again? And he's like, send me everything. Send me the notes. Send just, I'll dive in. I'm like, I want you to go to the market if, if this is going to help. He's like, let me, let me take a look at this. So we go over it. We talk about what's important, you know, the zoo. We talk about the, the just so many things. Yeah. You know, Union Pacific. And, and so, um, we met and he came up with, some suggestions and and he's like look the meadowlark that these guys were focusing on the meadowlark is a state bird it's a wimpy bird like it's great that it's the state bird but the great horned owl is fierce it's the only owl that's ever killed a human being like this is something yeah 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 (laughs) these owls are all over nebraska now it's not the state bird nebraska is not the only state where they have them but this owl it's it's fierce so we started working with that, and he came up with something that was black and white. And I was like, "This is like the Brooklyn Nets. Like this is edgy. Oh, <laughs> this is edgy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just we wanted to stand apart from the other USL logos and and just be different. But we didn't want to be different in a foolish way. We wanted to be different in a in a cool, edgy way. So we yeah. added the um, the yellow eyes. We we have the US Soccer logo with a nod to the to the World Cup and you know, people place some purpose on the stars union omaha um a nod to union pacific i met with the owners of philadelphia union they were not happy about it in a, in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way you know, <laughs> they're, not, they're not worried and then and you know the old school soccer ball which i guess you know omaha is a it's a uh it's a nebraska's a big volleyball state so yeah, people yeah, think of like volleyball yeah right, volleyball it's, it's okay we it's got some ball. shit about that <laughs> But then, you know, we, we thought that having a new soccer ball would not make it look classic enough. So yeah. we didn't want to do that, although Phoenix Rising has it and they're very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we didn't do that. And then after the fact, and I had no idea and you guys may not know this, um, is that Gabrielle Union's from Omaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She played soccer at UNO. Oh, I didn't know she played soccer. And her last name's Union. We got to get her wearing We're, our gear. Uh, well, did you
0: see her on the game day, college game day for when it was in Nebraska? She, no. Yeah, she did the college game day. She did the pick So, yeah, oh, she's okay. a huge Nebraska. I mean, we, we don't have a uh, first pitch, but I, yeah. I feel like... Do the coin toss or yeah, something? Yeah, she'll, she'll do the penalty kick, the first penalty kick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was, I was just looking to like do a shout out on yeah. social media, just, like where can I send some stuff? Right, and I'll send you picture. everything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get her to do what we do. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, it's been rough times in the NBA over the past month, so I decided to wait for the right time. Yeah, okay, but, I'll end up doing that down the road, probably. Yeah.
1: No. Um, no, you talk about how important the logo has been in making this brand possible. Uh-huh. How happy does it make you feel seeing all of these teams since you dropped the the release in October? All of these teams have just been coming out with, oh, we're suddenly rebranding, we're suddenly rebranding. These teams <laughs> have been around 20 years. Reaching out to Matt Wolf and seeing how cool that he made our our logo your logo. And they're they're no FC Tulsa, which was the Tulsa Roughnecks, came out use him. Um, Charleston Battery.
2: Yeah, oh. yeah, we they we we they're using him. I mean, I don't. I'm I'm going to take credit for it, but they didn't even <laughs> know who that. he. They knew who he was. I shouldn't say that, yeah. but he was at Nike. He left Nike. Yep. Um, he's charging, from what I understand, he's charging everybody else double and triple what he charged us. Yeah. Because and and the USL <laughs> the USL called me and they said. Like, how was it to work with them? And they were all over it. They saw yeah. our brand, and they were all over it. Well, it's a great brand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they were all over him, and I'm glad. I didn't even know that he got all those other jobs. I knew Tulsa, but he's a, he's a great kid. He's from St. Paul, yeah, um, and he loves soccer, and he's mm-hmm. just a great kid. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you
1: mentioned uh, Green Bay because that's a team I've never watched a game of, but I saw his logo of that, and I was just like, that that's just beyond
2: cool. Yeah, with with the canoe, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love you know LAFC. He was. I'm not sure if he created that. Yeah. Um, he he was part of the team. I'm not sure if it was his on his own, but yeah. mm-hmm. he did a great job there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Last question because I'm getting the wrap it up sign. Sure. Uh. My favorite question to ask people, especially inside of Union Omaha, is one of my favorite interview questions. Where do you see Union Omaha five years down the road from here? I mean, where do you, what is your aspirations, and where do you see this brand going in, in five years?
2: That's a great question. Thank and you. I'm, That's I'm two great questions, the- Pat. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> it's, that I may not answer. No. <laughs> my 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 philosophy in it's great i want to have a vision uh, i know where uh, i know i want to be successful my philosophy with these things is one game at a time one season at a time and i think this thing will go as far as the fans want to take it and if the if the fans want to put we want to put 7 or 8000 people at Warner Park every night there's a lot of places it could go yeah you know if the if the fans if the fans want to Take it on a beautiful night, have 9,000 people, great. If the fans on a Wednesday decide they want to put 9,000 people, if it's a rainy night and they want to put 2,500, then it limits It limits where we can go. So right. I think the fans' support of this is really as far as it could take us. Could we do, I guess the question is, could we be a championship league city and a championship league team? If Des Moines can do it, yeah, why wouldn't yeah, we do why it? why do we. it so, yeah, absolutely. So, so I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but you know, we we put we put six, seven, eight thousand a night in there, and we're off to the races with sky's the limit. Hell so, yeah, uh, Are you, um, you
1: say you're or you weren't a soccer guy, but every question I've ever heard asked a soccer <laughs> player on the no, do you think you're gonna make the championship this year? Do you think you're, you're gonna win? It's one game at a time, yeah. <laughs> No, you're you're a lot further along. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, hey, thank you so much for coming. Sure. With no, you guys are great. Thanks, thanks for having bring, me. But most, of, but most importantly,
2: thanks for bringing the team. Yeah. <laughs> My pleasure. I appreciate everything you've done. And thank you for the support.